I'm Somali. Okay, so this episode is kind of like a continuation from our previous one about cultural appropriation. But instead, um, Tina and I are going to go into a little bit more about our journey with keeping in touch with our roots, whether that's religion, our culture, you know, our like family, things like that. And kind of the difficulties and the good sides of, you know, of that journey. Um, so for me personally, um, I do feel like being in Canada and being in such a diverse diverse place... I don't think I'm as in touch with my culture and religion as I would like to be, obviously. Um, we, Tina and I really literally just had a conversation about like, hey, what do you know? Like, what's, what kind of festivals do you have? And I literally did not know what to say. And I realized like how much I don't know, how much I need to ask my parents, ask my family about about these things. And it's it's almost like, you know, my, my parents never outright told me like, hey, you need to learn about this and this about your country. They never said that. And there has never been a point where they felt the need to, which... I guess proves that being in a place in a country that with p- people that don't really look like you or don't practice the same things as you like in Sri Lanka would like you know obviously I would have people that are more like me I guess it's kind of mm. like oh well you should already know this type of thing right I don't know Tina do you have a kind of similar experience with that yeah um I don't know like I'm kind of like split in the middle about like this topic but just like off the top of my head i just had a quick question for you mm-hmm. um would you say you relate more to canadian culture or more to sri lankan culture because whoa if you're so if you're so um you know not in touch with sri lankan culture and not mm. like necessarily aware would you say you relate more to canadian culture or do you kind of feel like you're split down the middle where you feel like neither or you know you belong to either neither of the cultures that's a good question um i do feel like mm, i would say neither but when you said like canadian culture like like what does that really mean like what is canadian culture Mm -hmm. like it's i feel like it's a mix of everything but a lot of it is just like i just thought of technology right away which is like no i know it's not culture but there is no culture here because their the um, Canada's land was stolen, so their culture is kind of literally like non-existent almost, or it's not very much acknowledged. So, mm-hmm. if you're talking about like just societal culture, yeah, I do feel like we're we're just like forced into it. It's something that we kind of like go with the flow type of thing in Canada, and I think in a lot of you know Western societies, the Westernized areas. But when it comes to you know Sri Lanka, obviously there's so much stuff that I want to know. Like I know, like in my heart. I really wish I had known more and I was a little bit more connected so that when people ask, I know what to say. I know I, I know my country. And, and it's sad and I, I'm very guilty for not, you know, putting in that time and effort to do it because I guess there has been a part of me where like, oh, well, okay, whatever. It's not really something I care about. It's not like there's people that I can talk to about it or anything. And I feel like that's also kind of a part of it too. Um, but yeah. Uh, I also feel like the reason why you feel like you don't like really, you know, belong either to that culture or this culture mm-hmm. is because of the lack of community of like our, just our cultural like um mm. people. So like in the sense like there's not a very big Hindu community spe- specifically in Vancouver. Yeah. So like just that like lack of you know being able to relate and connect to other people that are similar to you, it's kind of hard, you know. Like you said, like you don't really have anyone to really ask these type of questions to except for your like parents. Yeah. So I feel like it kind of also stems from there, you know? 
Mm-hmm. Just, like, not having a big community around you to be able mm-hmm. to relate to and talk to about this stuff. But for me, personally, I I would say I'm in touch with my culture and religion. But I think I could be more o- aware of it, obviously. Like, if, mm-hmm. if you know me, like, I'm, like, super, like, cultured. And I love, I love, love dressing up and, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. eating our food, making our food. Like, I'm all about it. Because, like, at first, um, growing up, obviously, I was really you know, disconnected from my culture and my roots because I lived in the U.S. first and then I went to India, but I, w- I lived in South India, not in North India where I'm originally from. So that also, like, that lack of connection also just added to the disconnection between me and my culture. But then moving here, like, it's just so far away from everything and, like, I feel like I started getting in touch with my culture simply because it felt like my only way to connect to back home because I can't go back home like so often anymore right like I can't go to India that much or meet my friends from friends and family from there so for me culture is kind of the only way I can like feel like I'm at home like I belong somewhere if that makes sense yeah that makes a lot of sense I guess it's like your only like pathway there because it's not like you can do anything here um yeah exactly but like do you feel like i want to know like kind of like your difference because like for you i'm like i feel like not i haven't you know lived in sri lanka and like studied there for a couple of years because i think you did right and then you came here yeah. went back or whatever how what like what's that difference like like where like i want to look kind of know more about that and like the change and the culture shock i want to hear about that oh my god so the culture shock is like it hit me like pretty hard i'm not gonna lie because i was what 13 when i moved here and i guess my biggest cultural shock obviously was my accent and like just learning how how other people talk and like you know fitting in i think that was my biggest thing and um i guess like also just in the education system how different like everything was set up here um in comparison to how it was back in india just making friends and I think the biggest thing for me is meeting people of other other cultures and ethnicities because Canada is pretty um, multicultural and diverse in that sense, right? And yeah, and just not like really finding my kind of people in a sense. Like it doesn't really matter to me anymore. Like, yeah. you know, but when you're a kid, like just not being able to see and like recognize yourself in someone else, it's kind of hard, you know? Oh, yeah. So I guess that would be definitely one of the things. Um, there are like smaller things too, where like how different like words are different. Like things we would say back home are not pronounced the same way here, or like they mean different things, or people just don't understand it here. There are a lot of lo- those little things, and just like understanding the slang and like um, just the language and culture of this place. You know, that yeah. was also kind of what it was. That's yeah. yeah that's that's actually a good point like i guess like there's all kinds of slang that like we just pick up but then it's like i mm-hmm. i literally like i i understand like my language like i stand singhala but like i i i'm almost like i don't i don't want to say shame maybe i do want to say shame but it's like almost nerve-wracking to speak it now because i feel like i can't like process it enough where i can speak it but i can totally totally mm-hmm. understand it like like, my mom or dad will speak it to me. I totally understand, but I'll just reply in English. So, that's yeah, another thing that I, I totally wish, that you know, that I wasn't able to... That I was just able to just stick to speaking 
speaking at home, just not in English, because mm-hmm. I can still speak English. But now it's just like English, English everywhere, and have like nothing yeah, else. Yeah, no, to I don't really it. get that. So like for me, um, like I told you, like we moved a lot, right? Like I never lived where I'm actually from, so I understand Hindi completely. I can speak Hindi and I can write Hindi too. But I can't, I'm not, I wouldn't say I can speak Hindi to the point where I can have a whole blown conversation with you in Hindi. So if I had to do this podcast in Hindi, I wouldn't be able to do so. Because ah. I've just never had the experience of, you know, just talking Hindi for that long. Or, you know, just being able to phrase and process words that fast in Hindi. It's definitely not my first language. Like, English is most definitely my first language and people like to think otherwise, but it's really not. I've grown mm-hmm. up, you know talking to talking in english and talking to my parents in english too even my grandparents actually at this point like they learn english literally for us so oh wow so yeah. there is that definitely like um disconnect for me where i i feel like i wish i could like speak hindi a little better so i could relate more to like my cousins and you know just my friends that do speak hindi and that are from india like I feel like it would have been a little easier because I do talk to them in English. And, like, yes, obviously they know English and everything. That's not the thing. But it's a little different when you talk to, like, someone you know in your own, you know, language. Yeah. There's a different kind of connect. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. I wish I knew Hindi better. I'm obviously, like, trying to practice and, like, incorporate it in my, like, everyday speech to make sure, like, I improve. Because it's, like, the little steps, right? It's, like, practicing is what makes you perfect. So... Like, every time I talk to my parents now, I try not to speak in Hindi instead of talk to them in English, which is a little hard, obviously. It's a little challenging for me, but I've gotten better, most definitely. Okay. So, I think that's one of the biggest things for me. That's good. That's good that you, like, are continuing to make that conscious effort. Are there any specific things that you feel like, or I guess traditions, whatever it is, uh, as if it pertains to your religion, culture, or things that you did, you know, back home? Like, is there anything that you wish you had still practiced or done like today that would you think would help you that you wish you know you can bring Mm. back here things like that um i don't know actually that's a pretty good question because i think language was my biggest barrier of like being in touch with my religion and culture but other than that i've I guess I don't really practice my religion like I don't really practice anything of that sort like I don't pray or you know really follow the the, like whatever scriptures say like word for word I really don't like (laughs) I'm not that in touch with my religion when it comes to that Mm. what about you is there something you still wish you practiced definitely language like like you said like I talked about before like I wish I could just be able to but I think that comes a lot with like having more people that are like you like one thing i do wish is having you know like like the rest of like my family members like my aunts my cousins my uncles things like that if they had all lived here i feel like i would definitely be like a little bit more in touch or rooted in where i'm from because you know there's people like that around me and and i don't know there's too many sri lankan people if any like there's only a couple people like them my mom's no friends wise but like personally personally i don't really know any except for maybe one mm. but yeah like it's just like so it i guess it's almost i know that i can't blame it on that but i know it would definitely help if i had more people that you know either spoke my language um 
more Buddhist, things like that. Um, Buddhism, well, I'm not entirely, entirely religious, I would say. Like, like you said, like, I don't pray, I don't do that, but I do learn about it. I just learn about it and kind of yeah. interpret par- aspects of it in my life. Because it's, it's, Buddhism mm-hmm. is mostly like a way of life versus this like a devotion, I think. Yeah, no, um, So that's that's why I do try to uh, incorporate it. But like language-wise, cultural-wise, things like that, I do wish I had my family here because I feel like I would just be more rooted. I think that helps a lot for me. Yeah, I agree. I mean, like we're the only, like from my own family, both dad and mom's side, we're the only people that live in Canada. Like my closest cousins are down in Seattle. Oh. But I think, the good part of like what we do is even though we're just four people literally over here we still try our best to like practice our you know normal traditions we make sure we celebrate every festival we go to the temple like not so often to be honest but like you know when it's open and everything's normal we do try to like make sure because like at the end of the day like there are a lot of times where my mom's like "Mm, doesn't matter we don't have to celebrate this festival today like it's not that big of a deal right but then i'll still i was like but like deep down i'm like just that little you know like oh we don't have to celebrate today it adds up to like maybe never celebrating it again right so even though like none of my other family members may celebrate that festival i still dress up that day and like I don't necessarily pray, but, like, I do make, like, food, like, you know, that we're supposed to be eating that day or, like, anything of that sort. Like, whatever traditions are, like, revolve around that festival, just to make sure, like, maybe just me personally, like, is in touch with my culture. Because I don't want my kids to not be able to relate to my culture and religion. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. That is, that's, that's, that is true. Like, obviously, you don't want, like, you could not know because you weren't as in touch with it right like you don't want it to be your fault like you want them to be more educated more educated than you were absolutely because i know at the end of the day i'll most probably just end up living here i don't think i'll live in india but i don't want my kids to like be so disconnected and like whitewashed (laughs) to say like that they don't know anything about their culture and religion like i want to make sure they can speak hindi properly and fluently like i don't want them to like have to struggle like i did you know because mm-hmm. it is hard for me to communicate to my family members that don't speak English. Like, it's definitely a struggle. And I don't want them to go through that. Like, it's hard. And, like, the thing is, like, I get made fun of not being able to speak Hindi fluently. And, like, in a like, American accent. But then over here, I get made fun of, of speaking English in an Indian accent. So, like, for me, it's I'm just oh. kind of torn in between, like, where do I fit in? You know what I mean? Mm. So, yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Oh, that's so stupid. Like, it's like almost like it's not accepted anywhere. Like, where the hell do you go? Literally, it's like to Spain. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like hard to like find where you fit in. Obviously, like a being of both worlds, it's like you're not accepted in either. So I guess you just kind of have to create your own world where you are accepted, you know? Literally. I feel like there are definitely a lot of people in the same boat as me where they're both split between being Indian and, like, being, you know, culturally rooted but still living here and wanting to be accepted in this culture too because, like, I'm pretty, like, immersed in Canadian culture, for whatever that is. You know what I mean? Like, I... So, yeah... It's just trying to find the fine line between both of them and, you know. Mm-hmm. 
I don't want to get rid of either or, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. I don't want to be so culturally rooted in India or just Canadian culture. I want to, like, I feel like I just want both of the mix of the cultures to be accepted, you know what I mean? Because that's who I am. Like, that's who I am yeah. today. So I feel like that's what I want to make sure it's accepted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. I know. I think there's also, like, just, like, a like low-key kind of like pressure i think for a lot of you know ethnic people people of color to mm-hmm. yeah you know you have to you know know this about your this place and that place you got to know this about your language and your culture and your religion etc because you know they see us and like oh yeah you're indian you're sri lankan you're chinese you should know this stuff but the thing yeah. is when you live in such a diverse quote i said quote-unquote diverse multicultural whatever that is place like mm-hmm. canada or the states you will lose that whether you like it or not even if especially if you don't have people like you around you will lose it because there's yeah. not going to be people like you around to help you keep you rooted because you have to kind of find ways to fit into society you have to find ways in order for your, you to be accepted whether that's losing your accent like you know or just completely not speaking in your language because you have no one else to talk, speak it to other than your family it's it's bound to happen sometimes and so, like, I yep. don't believe that we should be blamed. Like, anybody should be blamed for it. And if you guys are, please stop. Please. But at the same time, yes. Like, of course, yes, I agree. But, like, there is, there is like, some fine line, too. Like, yes, we should still put in our own effort, our personal effort, into mm-hmm. ensuring we are still rooted. Because I feel like, then who am I? Like, I'll always be asking that. Like, oh, who am I? Like, am I even Sri Lankan then if I don't know anything, no shit about, shit yeah, about Sri Lanka? Yeah. You know what's so funny about this? I remember mm-hmm. when I got my Canadian citizenship, my biggest question was when someone asked me, am I, like, where are you from? Do I say I'm Canadian or do I say I'm Indian? Because oh. by saying I'm Canadian, it's kind of like stripping away that Indian identity. I know it's not, but like, it's, at the end of the day, a little bit is. And I know like if we say if I were to say I'm Canadian, the question always would be, but where are you actually from? No! Like, we are actually from Canada. I feel like our culture is kind of like a melting pot, and it's so diverse. It's a mix of everyone's culture, and that's who... That is who and what our culture is today. You know what I mean? That I think that's what Canadian culture is now. Like, I guess more specific to, like, Vancouver and Lower Mainland region because it is more diverse down here. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like Canadian culture is just Western culture. Like, whatever that is. Like, it's just Westernized. Everything oh, yeah, is absolutely. Quote-unquote, I guess, like, diluted. Just everyone is kind of the same. It's kind of, like, assimilated. Mm-hmm. Everyone like, acts the same, talks the same, etc. So, I feel like that's what you mean by, I like, think- Canadian. I don't know. I think, yeah, I think um, this thing, if I'm not wrong, Canadian culture is considered as a mosaic rather than a melting pot. I think U.S. culture is considered as a melting pot. Um, so basically what I mean by a mosaic is like they're everyone's separate cultures and they just like build upon each other instead of mixing into each other, if that makes sense. But I don't agree with that. You know what I mean? Because I'm pretty sure that's what's considered over here. I know, I, I know that's what, like, we're labeled as a mosaic, but I genuinely don't, like, I yeah. believe we're all melting pots. Like, there is no mm-hmm. us ex- truly accepting our culture. I have not seen that. Everyone is still, like, not entirely, you know, you know, who they are supposed to be because of where we live. 
Mm. Yeah. That's just that's a that's like a little bit of a different thing, but um, I don't know if we I don't know if we talked about this, but like, are there differences between like your culture when it comes to like India and then when it comes to like Canada? Like, is it like kind of like a washed down version? Like, is it like that? I don't know. So, like, in the sense, like the Indian culture you see here versus the Indian culture you see back at home, or yeah, Canadian culture versus okay, no, no, no. So, like, yeah, um. We I like I specifically live in Surrey, so the, the culture over here, like the Indians over here, are very different from the culture back home. Like I'm okay, so basically in Surrey, it's mostly a majority of Punjabi Indians. I'm not Punjabi. I'm a different. I'm just an. This like I'm just a. I don't even know how to say this. I'm just North Indian, bro. I'm from Uttar Pradesh. Mm-hmm. So like that's, it's kind of just what it is. Um, the culture is very different. Over here, the culture is very whitewashed and. Um, there are obviously a lot of people that are in touch with their roots and like speak Punjabi and like you know um, practice their culture and um, traditions but for the most part I see that a lot of people over here specifically are not necessarily in touch with their culture and I feel like that's not either their fault like are they talk about like people our age because like they've lived here for so long and their parents have lived here for so long so they're like a multiple generations that have lived and grown up in canada so their whole like you know indian culture and ethnicity has kind of been diluted to what it is over here in canada if that makes sense so wow. for example like there it's little things for example like what their name might be generally they have white names instead of an indian name that you would typically see if you were to be in india back home right mm-hmm. so it's little things like those and then obviously because of that if like if their parents don't speak Punjabi or whatever language you speak at home, your kids are not likely to speak it, you know what I mean? And yeah. that just passes down generations and you just kind of end up, just kind of end up being whitewashed. <laughs> like, yeah, you know I mean? well, yeah, I guess, yeah, that 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 makes sense. Uh, what you said is very, very similar, similar in my situation. And like, in all aspects, if it comes, because I don't think we celebrate any, I guess, Sri Lankan festivals here. There isn't a big, a big, like, Sri Lankan community at least not here or that I'm aware of but like I think that I feel like even the biggest thing is just just little things like so basically in Sri Lanka like the whole thing I feel like it's very common in like ethnic like South Asian culture is like the respecting your elders but respecting your elders in the sense that every time you would leave the house and like you're leaving like if it's your mom or your dad or your grandparents that are just staying at home and you're like going out to school or something we'd always like Mm. um I don't know how to say it in English, but, like, basically, we have to, like, kind of pray but not pray to them. Like, we just kind of, like, mm-hmm. like, I don't, I don't know what, I don't how know to what say it mean, in English, but I hope you understand South Asian people. Like, I, I'm pretty sure you guys do it, too. Um, yeah, we do. But the thing is, I, I realized that, like, when I when I went there before, like, oh, they always, like, my cousins always do this when they leave their house. And, like, their mom's mom is just, like, at home and... It's just, like, a sign of mm-hmm. respect, you know, like, hey, I'm going by, like, but it's, like, respecting, you know, your parents or your grandparents, whoever. Yeah. Um, but then I realized, like, we don't even do that here. Like, I don't do that when I leave for school yeah, to my parents own. if they're at home. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, my mm-hmm. God, like, this is, I know it's a very, like, a little thing. But when I was there, every time I would leave, like, my, my grandparents' house, I would, like, you know, quote unquote pray i'm just gonna say it in english whatever it is mm. i'm gonna do that to them as well and i'm just like okay well i don't do yeah. this at home and i guess that just shows that you know yeah 
No, absolutely. I guess like the biggest difference we see between our culture back home and Western culture back here in Canada is definitely the importance of family, right? Like just the importance of family, friends, and your your community. I think over here, it's a very independent-based society. There's a very like independent-based mindset versus back home. Um, you're like kind of grown up to like fit into the community and society and not do anything against what's not accepted in your community versus over here it's a very like um if i want to do so i will do so like it doesn't matter you know what i mean that is ooh, oh okay i i was oh my god i was thinking about that like that that is so true like it's a very family community like in sri lanka well at least yep, like i family like, oriented Yes, like for the most part, for sure. But I think there's a lot of toxic stuff that also goes on as well. Like when I went there, I remember how mm-hmm. certain like I would I wouldn't know everyone that was there, like relatives, but they would know me because you know for some reason they remember when I was yeah. two, but I don't remember you, <laughs> baby. Stop, chill. Yeah. I don't care. I don't know who you are. I'm sorry. Um, mm-hmm. but like I would understand what they're saying, and they're like, oh, you know, they don't know how to speak or like oh they're they're from Canada oh they probably like are these like they, they they see us as if we're like um completely westernized like oh they color their hair yeah. oh they wear this oh, oh they probably have boyfriends <laughs> oh you know what I mean you know what I mean yep absolutely that's so how everyone back home sees me like yes. I'm a completely western whitewashed person no one like ever like completely like realizes that I'm still I still try to stay in cult- touch with my culture like everyone just ignores it like blatantly ignores it and thinks I'm whitewashed and I'm like ah oh, that hurts but it's okay I guess like low-key like I mean they aren't wrong because I definitely am not in to- totally in touch with my culture they aren't wrong but then there's like other things like completely like disrespecting your elders like that toxic like you have to respect them even if you if they disrespect you and there's a lot of like just like misogyny and things like that like within like that like i guess that's more like just i I guess that's very common ethnic like you know like families because i've just Mm -hmm. seen it like in the way like my like my parents and like my my aunt they all, all talk so that i do not like that is something i don't like and i and i am glad that i have not like i'm like a little bit like not in that sense but then of course mm-hmm. i want to i want to just be rooted in the cultural like as in knowing about my country and my religion not the toxic stuff yeah, I, like, I just want to be able to no. pick and choose mm-hmm. what i want to take for me as a person and like you said they don't really like if you if we were to grow up in Sri Lanka and you were to grow up in India, we would just be more family oriented. We wouldn't maybe have our room to make our own decision to do what we want. But here we kind of do and we kind of make it happen and make our parents want to see it our way. Yeah, absolutely. So and I think that's flipped. a good part. I think it is. Yeah, I think that's a good part because we can we have the privilege to pick and choose what we want to take from our culture and religion passed on to our kids. So basically whatever we're passing down to the next generation it's going to be a mix of our culture back home and the culture here and it'll be the good parts of both obviously we're not perfect and what we think are the good parts may not be the good parts that our kids consider but you know what i mean like we can take we can we can voluntarily choose to not pick the toxic parts and pass it down and teach our kids that you know what i mean because we realized how bad it is and how it affects us you know what i mean (laughs) 